Blog Talk Radio. Cause I'm TNT. I'm dynamite. ERN presents TNT on BTR with your host, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane, and... Tuesday Night Turmoil on Evolution Radio Network with your hosts, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. It's about to blow up wrestling fans. It's TNT. Welcome to another loaded edition of Rampage Rant, Thursday Night Turmoil, live on the live on Blog Talk Radio, and only live on Blog Talk Radio. I am Citizen Sean David, along with my co-host. I have a reason why this show will never be a bag of dicks, or a bowl of dicks, or a dump truck of We're dicks. missing one person. We're going to go poke yeah, the old man missing, with a stick until we wake. We're missing one dick. We're missing one dick at the moment, but me, I'm chaotic, Katie. How you doing, Sean? Where the hell is Steve? Uh, yeah, that's what I'd like to know. Um, I think he's polishing. So you are I think listening polish- Hold to- on. I think he's polishing his his kinky boots and and um you know and going to the dry cleaners to get his corsets you know all nice and dry cleaned and ready for the weekend. You know, so uh, maybe that's where he is this time. Last time it was kinky um, boots. Well, corsets done. we are here. We are here as we <laughs> normally are now on Thursday nights. For Rampage Rant, Thursday Night Turmoil on Blog Talk Radio from the Evolution on the Evolution Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio, live and only on Blog Talk Radio. And uh, we got a lot to talk about tonight. We're going to have our friend, Uncle Hugo Savinovich. Arriba! Yep. On and which means you, you get, okay, I'm not in the studio quite yet because, well, <laughs> and uh, so you're going to have to screen him. So when he gets here, go screen him and I'll hold things together. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. So that uh, that is tonight's. Uh, what? Oh. 
I hate it when he does this. He was supposed to upload a clip, and he's not here, and I can't find the clip. Oh, we're all by ourselves, and nobody's looking. We're thinking of him. But oh, did he mention we're all by ourselves? We're all by ourselves. Sorry. Got to make fun yeah. of him while he's gone. That's, that's what happens. When you're a host of this show, if you're late, it doesn't matter if it's 30 seconds or 15 or 5 minutes, you're getting made fun of until you get here. And that's just the rule. <laughs> All right, Sean, what do you got for me? Well, I had this clip that was going to make you need your inhaler, but uh, I don't know what Steve did with it, and it's not here. Oh, I hate no. it when that happens. It was, oh. I, I'm not going to hold the surprise back any longer because I promised you last week that we would tell you what it was tonight. Oh, it is Jim Cornette yeah. talking about... Jim Cornette talking about shaving his balls and using yes. pH balance ball wipes. I've been waiting for this. Yeah, the ball, the, the ball, the manscaping kit. Hello, you are live. You are live. Get rid of your background noise. Yeah, boy. Hi. I hate. I hate. I hate technology. Yeah, and Technology that's why I don't sucks. use Skype. I don't use Skype. I haven't used Skype in like at least six, seven years because Skype hates me and I've come to terms with it. So yeah, I I pay I pay the bucks for the, the North American right. phone plan. It's just the way it is. And yep. Oh, okay, Billy. It's I'm not even Skype. In. It's, it's Google talking. Voice too. Okay. Billy, you've missed nothing. Okay? Yeah. Uh, Steve, did you get the did you get the Jim Cornette clip loaded? Who's ever using the space? No, I did not get the Jim Cornette clip. We'll have to use that next week. Okay. Um so we're not gonna kick off with uh with everybody laughing their butt off. But uh I did listen to Jim Cornette on Monday and let me tell you, uh he's hitting the nail right on the head with all this stuff as usual. And um there is a new cough drop being put out by Jim Cornette. The Reefle Drop. Uh-huh. Um, because he is not a fan of the ninety eight pound okay. the ninety eight pound schoolgirl Reho. Um, and I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll get into that tonight when we talk about AEW. Okay, this 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 background noise is really starting to drive me up a wall. So if we could get rid of it, it's kind of a rule. If you're going to make any noise for more than three seconds, mute yourself or get rid of it. Uh, so tonight we will be talking to our good friend Hugo Savinovich, and yeah. we'll be talking with him about some things that happened at AAA, including the injury of La Parca. So we want to send our condolences out to you at this time. Uh, yep, there were some there were some major happenings at uh, Heroes Inmortales uh, um, Trece um, on Saturday night that were quite amazing. There were also some big happenings at uh, Bound for Glory on Sunday. That uh, we definitely need to discuss because uh, somebody who had been uh, absent from uh, the wrestling scene for quite a while um, 
and in fact had uh, asked for their release from another major company, made their return to big time wrestling on the uh, um, pick on the uh, um, gauntlet match. Yes, and we have it along with another surpriser. Uh, we'll get into that here in just a few seconds. Oh, I got to sneeze, and it's going to drive me nuts. I just wanted to okay, talk. Okay, if I Look sneeze, if I sneeze the in the middle of talking. Um, hey, I did it. Anyway, remember, remember? Tessa, a whole a whole, whole show not sneeze. Do you remember, don't you remember a couple of weeks ago? I, I had a sneeze stuck for what about forty-five minutes? Remember? Uh, Tessa just Blanchard's contract come. with Impact Wrestling oh, seems to be expired. <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, well, you know means, what? I have, I have this to say about that. Let me talk, Tessa. I'm, I'm the fan's perspective. I have a little, a couple of little things to be saying. I didn't mind the same Callahan and her um, OV versus every everything and fucked her. Her, her basically pay, playing the role of China, and now she's beating up guys. They're putting her in and get rid of that damn background noise before I start freaking out and losing my shit. Um, they're putting her in matches with guys. They're putting her in battle roles. As a matter of fact, they're putting other women in battle roles too. Just, it's almost like they need to fill space. It's disgusting. But Tessa, you want to know something? If your contract has expired, my love, you know exactly where to go. You know where your family is. They're all at AEW. Your daddy's there, okay? And your stepdaddy is involved with them too. Go there. Tell Vince go fuck himself. You know what? I mean, like, Rosemary's just, I don't know why Rosemary's hanging on. I mean, like, do they have something on her or or whatever? Because it's getting, it's getting pathetic. It's getting to the point where I'll, I'll watch it, but I'm only watching it for who I want to see. You know, how long can Taya Valkyrie bloody well be a champion? Come on, Rose. Get, 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 get your groove on and go take that damn belt back. All right? Yeah. You're the knockout champ, not her. Okay? Sue Young is doing wonderful things with her. Okay? You know? Then all of a sudden, that they put her in the freaking battle royal on, on the pay-per-view this weekend, too. A bunch of guys. Rosemary, Sue, and another, um, I can't, uh, Havoc was in it. Who else was in it? There's a, a little, there's, um, Jordan Grace was in well, it. Well, Jordan yeah. was in it. Yeah. Rosemary. I just said and that. The, and the surpriser that uh, was going to mention that uh, has not seen major action since double or nothing, Kylie Ray, who. Well, you saw that. Had you saw that coming. Suddenly. Look, she couldn't. I, I got to say this, and I'm going to be as, as brutally honest as what I can here. You could not hack it with a company of AEW statue. So instead of going up a league, you go down a league and you go to impact. Yeah. I mean, uh, to, uh, if you're going to do anything seriously, if you're not going to go to AEW, boys and girls of impact, go to ROH. Okay. And New they Japan has, the Ameri- right has American and, 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 and New Japan is doing crossovers as well as having, I do believe they, they have venues now in, in North America as well. Okay, like yeah, training schools and whatnot, because I've been, watch, I've been yeah. watching the Fight Network. <laughs> right. See, but, I'm a good little girl. See, I'm a good girl. See? Right, but, but, Katie, but Katie, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be the New Japan. 
That would be that would have to be stardom, which they now it, own. But well, that's what I'm it would saying. Still, it would have to be stardom that's because that's the women's what I'm saying. promotion. That's what I'm saying, old man. Please don't uh, do that. don't do that again. Um. Yeah, I don't know, Kylie Ray. I'm not contradicting uh, you. I'm just correcting your position. Anyways, next, uh, go correct me on there. Uh, she uh, she left All Elite. She went and worked uh, in Chicago a couple uh, some dates in Chicago for freelance, and now she's with Impact. And it's like, look, you had an opportunity to go really big, girl. And well, not necessarily. She's with Impact. She. She got it. She got an offer to do a payday, you know. I, I, don't, but I don't know. But you know man. who is working for Impact now? I don't know, but you're going to tell Joey me. Joey Ryan. <laughs> the dick guy's not Joey gone. Ryan. He signed he a multi-year go- contract this weekend. Oh God! That means we'll have multiple dick spots for the next ten years. He came in and he did the whole thing with his thing. Yep. Well, we had they had one in the gauntlet match where it just you know, where supposedly it was just like a, an electric fence. One person grabs and the next person grabs that person and so on and so on and it was like absolutely ridiculous I mean did, I'm, be- I'm, betting when, I'm betting when Jim Cornette saw that that uh, did Vince Russo sign Joey Ryan who knows I, it, do, it does seem like something that Russo would do. yeah well, I just want to know what's going to happen <laughs> I just want to know what's going to happen to Eric Bischoff that's what I want to know I know he's gone and such, but where is he going to go next? Is he going to go over to Smashing? He will end up with all of them. Yeah, he's not. He's not going to go to Corrigan. Uh no, he won't go to Corrigan. He'll go. Well, to, he'll no, go back. Actually, actually, whatever time, time, I will kill you. Actually, what he's doing is he's selling T-shirts. He's selling T-shirts. So he's <laughs> what? So what? He's, he's selling Virgil? T-shirts. So he's the Virgil of wrestling now again. Like, like what's he selling? <laughs> Freaking old wolf, old wolf pack T-shirts. Is that what he's selling? Well, no. Like uh, he's got no. He's got shirts like uh, that say like Bischoff Moving Company and a couple and a couple other ones like that that uh, he had made up and is uh, put on his uh, website after after he got dumped. But of course, mm. as we uh, reported last week, he will be at Starcast. Yep, and he'll which be is fighting with all of these into a Well, no, Starcast. Starcast is turning basically into a 1990s WCW reunion. I don't mind that. When you as talk about Ron Reese, aka the Yeti, Van Hammer. They're, no, they're there to sign autographs, sell gimmicks, that type of stuff. That's that's what they're there for, Katie. They're in the hotel. It's like the it's like the scene at the American Legion and the wrestler where all the uh, you know, old broken down 
has been mm-hmm. sort of uh, mm-hmm. in there trying to sell pictures for five or six bucks yeah. a piece. Yeah. Well, it's like that when I go to Smash and, and Greek and whatnot, you know, you, they're all standing at the tables between, between like, because they take an intermission and whatnot, blah, 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 right? And they're doing selfies for five bucks and autographs for 10, T-shirts for 25, and um, I think it's 40 for sweaters and hoodies. Yep. So they're All right. peddling. Yeah. And tonight, uh, you know, we're going to talk about show. some wrestling. We're going to talk about some good old-fashioned wrestling. The NWA Power Show. I have watched all three episodes now, and this has been some of the best stuff. Man, it, it, it was great to actually be able to have wrestling to watch again. And not the shit that they call wrestling. Actual wrestling. Um, the NWA yeah. Power Show has right. been doing... Phenomenal. Oh, that crap on Monday nights. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, I mean, and then, right. And, and then, you know, think about this, guys, okay? They didn't even run the main title last night on Dynamite. Private Party versus the Lucha Brothers. Right. No titles. They went right to they went right to action. And that's first that you normally see on the first hour of anything WWE puts out. Yep. Well and that's just it. They that is a great way to start on TNT. You start, you, you have the entrance video, you come right into your first match in the ring and you're ready to go. When when that show goes live and you see the arena, you ring yeah. that bell well, they, and the again, action. They didn't even do the video, right? Well, that's, I mean, they didn't even do the video this week. They went right. You know, I mean, boom! I mean, when when they went live, they went right live to the ring and went right into the match. So, yep. or well, at least the introduction. So that was your first sixty seconds. But after that, boom. Oh. Well, and that's all. It, that's all it needs it to be. Was, if WWE would do that, if WWE would do that again, people would care. But they don't want to do that. They want to. Oh, Seth Rollins and oh, the Fiend. And I love Bray Wyatt as the Fiend. But my God, oh. they're burying this thing faster than they can. And, Seth Rollins. And we've got Seth Rollins. And, okay, I have a question. Did you hear I have a what Jim Ross? Yeah. I got the question. Okay, he he totally drop kicked and burnt down the fun the fun house. The same same with Bray and everything else. Now, I understand he's basically the face that runs the place right now, and he's a champion. He's a franchise, whatever you want to call him. I don't give a shit. I love to burn it down with Seth Rollins. I I'm one of his biggest supporters. I used to love to hate him, and now I like him. And also because he's with my my girl, the laugh kicker herself, Becky Lynch. Now, why wasn't anybody else allowed to burn down the funhouse? Why does it got to be him? There were other names that could have done it, you know, like Braun Strowman or someone big like that, you know? 
I just well, I understand well, he's because, their golden boy. Because, and, and because that's wait, who the program is, Justin. I, under, like, that's, I understand this, that he's the golden boy, but he's already been the golden boy when he was part of the freaking authority or whatever. You know, and it's just, can't someone else have a turn to shine? Please, please. Of course he can't not. Under, he of course can't understand not. why nobody wants to that's come to his product. Hulk Hogan. That's this. <laughs> <Sarah. laughs> Jim Ross. <laughs> Oh. Jim Ross in uh, on uh, um, on, a, on a recent uh, interview said that uh, you know if, if Seth if Seth keeps working yeah. at it maybe someday he'll yeah. be as over as his girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, but Darren just, Darren just said to me, Darren just said to me, Darren just said to me, he's he's the next Hulk Hogan, you know, like when. He's the new Hulk Hogan. Hogan passed it basically down the down the Stone Cold and so on and so forth, and and down the ladder, the moniker went. He's nowhere near as badass because if they wanted a badass, they would have it would have allowed who is now known as John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, to do what he wanted to do. Okay, I understand maybe they don't want to bring back the Attitude Era, but that's when they had their best shit. You know. And I really don't. Well, I mean, he doesn't. He's not convincing to me. He's this little pitch well, tweaking about, there used to be two different this. colors. I'm talking. You're not. Okay. He's this little pitch squeak to me. Okay. He's a tiny little pitch squeak. I understand that he's in the top three. He's in the top five wrestling schools and everything else. And he's champion how many times? And he's the golden boy. And everybody loves him. But why? Why him? Yeah, and his finishing move, also his the curb stomp, is a racist skinhead move. That's when he makes somebody bite the curb and, and smash down on, on, on the back of their neck. And that's the move he uses. So watch American History X. But or live in Toronto during the nineties. But you know, I just why him? There's just so many other people that the feud could have been better with. I'm sorry. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate Seth Rollins and everything he does, and I do appreciate his talent, his moves, the way he's holding the belt. But let somebody else have a chance. I'm done. Um, Rant over. Well, R- Rollins yeah. is Let's definitely uh, AEW wouldn't time give Rollins the microphone back in the day. Yeah, that's correct. That would that should tell you something right there. I mean, Rollins can't yeah. Rollins can't cut a promo without a script writer to save his life. Meanwhile, there are guys over on uh, on TNT on Wednesday nights that are just coming up with stuff off the top of their head that is a thousand times better than anything that these writers at WWE can come up with. And All Elite Wrestling is advertising in... Get ready for this movie theater. Yeah, I know. I've seen it. I swear I've seen it. Last time I went to the movies, the wrestling was being advertised. I swear. If not, I'm uh, smoking some good ganja. (laughs) No, that's right. Because no, it was the Rock. It was the Rock. um, Dwayne Johnson and and Kevin Hart in a movie. I can't remember what the name of the movie was, but the Rock was totally mental. Total mental. not, Not mentally challenged. He was. Crazier than I've ever been on my worst day. <laughs> An FBI agent. Uh, 
Central Intelligence. Oh, this is uh, just came across oh, my yeah, that was for uh, that was good. Uh, Starcast for Halloween Hangover. I believe it's October twenty sixth. Um, no, no, uh, next month. It's next month when it is. But it's called Halloween Hangover. Singers, Big Time Benedict. The Terrorizing Omelet Station. Oh, Terrorizing. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I understand. Vader's Chicken and Waffles. Chicken and Waffles don't make any sense to me. I've had chicken and waffles and it's just wrong. Okay? It's just wrong. (laughs) Nature Boys Brunch Burger Sliders. So that is some Ooh. of the menu items for Starcast 4 Halloween Hangover at Jimmy's Famous Seafood. Man, they do a great and, job with all of this. And did you not notice that they're all hangover foods? They're all, <laughs> they greasy. they're all greasy. They're all greasy. That's what you do. You eat a greasy spoon breakfast the next morning. Not me, man. I bought uh, a Gatorade for me and. Uh, uh, <laughs> Well, guys, something something here just broke that uh, um, we I definitely need to discuss. Um, well, uh, the other the other week, um, Rhea Manic got a uh, private uh, tryout at the Performance Center because her contract with Ring of Honor had expired. Okay. Well, Maria Manic has signed a new deal. With Ring of Honor. Now she de- she never she didn't wrestle a match at all when her when her first when she had her first little brief contract. So now the question is, will they get and put her actually in the ring this time? Hmm. Mm, we shall see. Anything yeah. can and will happen. Things, things that make you go hmm. Things that make you go ooh ooh yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. You got to do song titles, um, don't you? Hey, <laughs> hey, that's hey, that was that was the title that was the title of my of my last show. Things that make you go hmm. Okay, you're gonna make me sing the whole song from start to finish, but but um, <laughs> but uh, um, oh, uh, AEW numbers now uh, now they dropped below a million this week. That's However, the World they're, right, there are mitigated circumstances. The World Series was on, and that was that got an audience to 12 million. So. They only had 963,000 viewers. But at the same time, NXT only came in with 698,000 viewers. So, you know, here we are, USA, the WWE Network Annex for all intents and purposes. And the show that was the hottest show on the network is flopping huge on USA. Yep. 
I mean, serious. Oh, okay. All right. No dead air, boys. All right. Uh, uh, sorry. Well, uh-oh. next week on AEW, this Wednesday night, on a Halloween edition of AEW, Rick and Morty take over. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Can't wait. Got to see if we can get them both on here. We only had one. <laughs> yeah, and now um, that our show now that our show's on earlier, maybe they'll come on, you know. <laughs> Rick and Morty. Hey, man. You know what Rick and Morty is? Is that uh, Rick and Morty is an animated series on Cartoon Network. Sorry. Okay, and I don't watch it and I thought you were talking wrestling still. Sorry. It's okay. Um so this if you've never <laughs> seen Rick and Morty it's on Cartoon Network. It. You you can check it out on um, Cartoon Network when you have some time. It's usually on late nights. Um, anyway, they're going to be doing a crossover episode with AEW Dynamite for the Halloween edition of All Elite Wrestling. So this is going to get this is going to get kind of different. I don't think in the history of How wrestling there is other than another cartoon to cross over on a wrestling program. Ever. No. Somebody I think the Muppets have been on WWE once, but that was but that was yeah, about it. They have. Um, and wrestlers but, have also been on the Muppets. Yes. Well and Bret, Bret Hart different. was on the Simpsons. Yep. Yes, that's true, but this is different. They're gonna they're gonna somehow make the characters appear in that arena on T V. I don't know yeah, how the they do CGI. They do it all the time. When they, in entrances now, you'll see stuff above the ring that only you can see if you're if you're watching it on television. They've been doing CGI stuff and digital inserts all, all the time now. It's easily. It's going to be very easy. Yeah, but you got it. But now you have to do it where the live audience can see them. So yeah, well, to see how they do they that. Um, they might have tr- Trinitrons all over the place for them to be able to see it, or I don't know. I just hope <laughs> yeah. they don't go all cheesy. But, I hope they don't go all cheesy with those big sweaty mascot costume type things, okay? Because those never look right. <laughs> I don't care who you are. But, but there will be two people who you will see for real okay. on, on, on their next Wednesday night. And this is really unusual when you consider their position in the industry right now. The people who will present the new belt to the winners of the AEW Tag Team Tournament will be the current NWA Tag Team Champions, the Rock and Roll Express. Very cool. See, that's who I thought you were talking about, not Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, well, you're going to have Rick and Morty and Ricky and Robert. Uh, and all i got to say is I'm not high. <laughs> um, this, okay. is, this is going to be some interesting television for the Halloween edition of All Elite Wrestling Dynamite. Now, remember, 
We have a pay-per-view coming up from All Elite Wrestling in just a matter of uh, two weeks from this Saturday. Saturday the 9th, right. it's All Elite Wrestling full gear. Yep. yep. And will, will the Young Bucks accept the challenge of Ortiz and the other one? Ortiz and Santana, they already did that Wednesday night. So we know that. And, now. Don't, so for, that's and don't forget. And don't forget next Thursday, either like uh, late morning, early afternoon, will be the latest edition of Crown Jewel, or as we should, or as we should say, um, retirement home wrestling. <laughs> Because you look at you look at who all is on this thing. I mean, seriously. So, I mean, yeah, the wrestlers are doing all the work, but still, it's Team Hogan against Team Flair. Then you got Braun Strowman facing a boxer. Then you got, you know, I mean, and I respect Kane Velasquez. He is he's he's learned he's learned his craft pretty well. But you're gonna, but you're gonna throw him in with Brock Lesnar in a match that the Saudis aren't gonna have a clue what this I is can't all wait. about. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait for I can't wait for the non-reaction by the Saudis. I mean. Um. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna, that's going to be dead. That's going to be a dead crowd. Well, I'll tell you one thing that is dead, and I sent Mr. Cornette some information about this guy because he is not a fan, and that is Excalibur. Um, Excalibur was the guy that rushed, that was one of the founding fathers of Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, which was the main fed that the Young Bucks worked for before they got huge. And uh, they gave this guy a job, and he's got to wear the mask. Um, Look, the average wrestling fan has no idea that that dude was ever a wrestler. And will never care. Will never care. Okay. And who are we talking about again? You've been talking for a couple minutes, and I forgot. Excalibur. Thank you. I like Excalibur. Um, So, there's no need for... I don't like I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm with Cornette on this. The only people that should be allowed to wear a mask at that announce desk is uh, Mill Mascaris or somebody of that nature. Excalibur was not a big enough name to be able to wear that mask at the announce table and, and hold merit to it. Um, that's just well, my outlook. Now, now, now. I, I, will, I will call you on that every single time. Hmm. I knew that was Ding, pro ding, wrestling ding. gorilla, pro wrestling gorilla, is the home of one of the top independent shows in not just the nation but the world. Battle of Los Angeles. Battle of Los Angeles is one of the first places Cody Rhodes went to after he left WWE. Battle of Los Angeles is the reason that Roosh and Dragon Lee got fired 
from CMLL. Shit in the broccoli, really? Oh. Oh. Pro wrestling, uh, you pro know wrestling me. I, I love Bush. Is, is where Christopher Daniels, Kevin Quinn, Ricky Reyes, and a lot of guys got their starts in our industry. And that so, may be so. Yo, but that, 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 look, people that so, are tuning, yeah, in, so, tuning into TNT, one on the the TNT for the first time have no idea that that dude was a wrestler. They have no idea what a PWG is. The smart fan may, I don't, but not the average. And that's where the problem be. lies with it is you're, you're putting him I, with Vince Ross, or Vince Ross, Jim Ross, and Tony Schiavone, and, Vince you know. Who is that? <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, I don't know. I think uh, – Look, if it were me, I would have hired Mike Tanay as the third guy. Mike Tanay, Giovanni, and Ross, that would have been a hell of an announced team. I don't even know. We Look, I don't even know if Mike Tanay is still involved in wrestling. I think he got out of it after he left Impact. But, uh, you right. know, I, I well, definitely – Well, he's got uh, – Right. Go well, ahead. Cause he's, see, he's got, see, he's got a – he's always had a, uh, you know, rather uh, – Good job at the uh, um, the Cab County uh, Coroner's Office there in Georgia. So, yeah, uh, wrestling's I, always been just a sideline for Mike today. I tell you what, that would make a hell of a hell of a guest announce team on one of their bigger pay per views, though. I mean, the three of them. Oh my God! I that, agree. That, I, I was a huge Mike Tanay fan. I was a fan of Tony Schiavone and obviously a fan of Jim Ross. You put the three of them together yes, and you're going to have some good stuff. I'll uh, tell you what. But, uh, you know, AEW yeah. uh, merges ahead <gasps> in the ratings Excuse once me. again. Excuse you. Um, yeah, I'm so sorry. And, Excuse me, folks. <laughs> you know, he. Uh, look, AEW may not be drawing huge, huge, huge numbers, but they're drawing enough that. Independent wrestling shows can see a rise in in their attendance if they advertise uh, Dynamite, because there's people watching that program, and you know over a million uh, they people have, a week, so that's quite a few. You can't, you don't have the 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 millions and millions that you had watching in the '90s, but you've got no, a you don't. brand market that is opening up. And with that, we're going to segue into the gaming market, and gamers are pissed. Oh, are they ever. I was just watching a video before we started. Oh, my God. Some of the botches in 2K20. I mean, they're hilarious. Is it it, it as bad as the botches that are going on in Impact? Is it as bad as the botches I'm seeing on Impact lately? It's worse. Well, because literally, can't be. be. No, no, it's worse because literally they had a they had a picture of a girl or part of the video with a girl with sunglasses on and her eye was hanging out down to her like her her mouth. I was like, who the fuck wrote this? Who the hell got this to pass on going out? Yeah, who in the blue hell? I agree. I want their check. <laughs> there's a, I want bots. There's, like, I'd, there's I'd be totally flipped. 
There's a clip of a uh, of a match segment that uh, that they have with uh, Charlotte Flair putting Nikki Bella in the figure eight. All the right. referee That's the referee comes up and basically his crotch is in Charlotte's face and he's motorboating her. And his head is literally moving back and forth. Okay, this is not a not this is not a Sims game. This is not supposed to there's nothing like that supposed to be happening. The refs are not allowed to sexually assault the other wrestlers. I don't care if they're into it or not, but it's like I don't care what this kind of fantasy you have. But it just shouldn't be happening in a game that kids can play. There there is another clip where the the steps one at a time. Disappearing referee in one of the clips I saw and the wrestler was flailing around the ring at like 20 miles an yeah. hour. It looked like a race car going around the ring. Oh. Yeah, the uh, the, electrified, game, right? the electrified bottom rope with Ronda Rousey looking like she's looking like she's getting fried in the chair. That oh, I mean, hey, man. That'd be a sight. The glitches on this game are absolutely humorable. I mean, like, seriously, yeah. what it's starting to sound like to me is, is wrestling meets um, Mortal Kombat. Finisher! Well, no. Motorboat no, You're, no, no. You're insulting yes, Mortal yes, Kombat yes. when you say that. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You? The glitches in this. The glitches in this game are horrendous. Horrendous. Oh, somebody took my clip and off the then, board. Hold on, I have then, the fatality clip. Fatality. <laughs> and well, and then there are people who purchased the uh, um, collector's edition that was supposed to have an Edge autograph plaque with it. And the plaque did not have his autograph. Wow. So, I would have been pissed. So, well, yeah. So, well, so here is what, here is what Adam did. Adam, Adam responded to this. And I think, I think this is class on his part. He says, he said, he posted on Twitter, lame. Seems like it happened to a few other people, too. Because um, uh, somebody somebody wrote up, uh, not trying to jazz you up late at night, but when you spend $130 on something that's advertised, you usually expect to get it. Hit me up, dude. I would like to see somebody make, make a write on this, because WWE will just ignore me. No autographs? Wow. And so, uh, so he responded, "Lame. Seems like it happened to a few other people too. Someone drops the ball. I'm filming the movie for the next month, but when I get home, I'll get a PO box. Everyone who didn't get one signed, I'll follow you on here, give you the address, and you can send it to me to sign." Very cool. Yeah, that. Yeah, uh, and also. Uh, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but there is a new collector's edition Undertaker belt, and there have only been 500 of them made. And if you have not seen this thing, it is a beautiful. 
It is beautiful. And it comes in a coffin-like carrying case. Like, the it folds uh, you know back what? into a you coffin. Know you know what? You know what? You know what, Sean? I'd sell your left nut to have that, okay? <laughs> well, I don't have one. <laughs> and I know Darren's left I... nut his. <laughs> I want this thing. It is uh So your kidney, man. Uh, <laughs> Come on, there's nothing else you could say, I'm sorry. I would say I would say I would say donate plasma, but uh no that's not possible. Ret- donate no no nobody wants your retinas, you wear glasses. Um how's your skin? <laughs> donate some, man, man. Uh, you don't need your whole liver. Give him a portion. Come on. This is <laughs> This is called the Undertaker Limited Edition Legacy Title. It is $750. My birthday's coming up if anybody wants to send me one. Mm, I told you to buy knee pads, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but sorry. this thing comes in a beautiful, beautiful coffin-carrying case. Mm, and the, the belt dirty. itself is, is beautiful. And uh, look, this thing... There were only there are only 500 of them, from what they're saying. Uh, limited edition of 500. When this thing is gone, it will go for over a thousand. When it ends up back outside. This is what I don't agree with. The man never wore wore the belt. You know, it's it's not a replica of a belt that he wore in the ring. I understand it's a creation for the fans. Why? I mean, not everybody can afford these things. Why? You know, maybe bring one out, you yeah. know, that people can afford and then jack the price up for those people that are idiots and like to spend that kind of money and have a disposable income. You yeah, know, not, not, somebody, not somebody who has to save up for it and, and won't be able to save up for it because it's a limited edition, so they won't be able to get their hands on it. Yeah, this That's thing. That's the only problem uh, I have with it. Uh, yeah, this, uh, this thing. I'll tell you what, it's seven hundred and fifty bucks now. Yeah. I bet a year from now they're going for fifteen I bet a year from now they're going for fifteen hundred on eBay. Yeah. Yeah. So one point five K. No no. Uh, I'm not it's it's for the same reason I was pissed off that he was charging over a hundred dollars for an autographic at at Comic Con, okay? Um, I'll have to ask Steph for so much. But yeah. Yeah. So like, oh my god. That is the most expensive interview I have seen in professional wrestling is The Undertaker. I have not met Hogan, but I know Hogan wrestled for Windy City years and years ago. Steve, do you have any details about that, about what they charged for Hogan when they did that thing at Toyota Park? Oh, my God. All right, guys, um, excuse me for just a minute. Uh, You guys go talking. I'll be right back. Yeah. Okay. Hurry, hurry. Mute ya. Uh, well, that sucks because I just asked him a question and I, I didn't get my question well, answered. Well, won't you, won't ask me the question. Maybe I can answer it. Uh, well, no, Come it was on. the show in Chicago that Hogan was at, and I was asking Steve what they were charging for to meet Hogan. I think it was a hundred bucks. Probably. I think. Whereas if you if. Whereas if you meet Taker, you're looking to spend two to three hundred, depending on what all yeah, you want. Think, if you I want an I think, picture. Yeah. Okay, guys, 
about Moolah with Princess Victoria and hearing about how she broke her neck. And, oh, my God. What, broke Moolah's neck she, or Princess Victoria's neck? She broke her neck. The, uh, who Princess her? Victoria broke. You, okay. Broke Moolah's neck. Okay. No, she broke her own neck. <laughs> no, she broke her own neck. Who broke? Okay, yes. broke her own neck in a fight with Moolah. Okay, thank you. Um, oh, uh, Vic- long day. Princess Victoria, and I tell you what, she was pissed at the end of that episode. She says, if you weren't in that training school, you don't know what the hell happened. But she did hear a little bit of horrific, uh, horrific, horrific stuff from, uh, or uh, well, from people about Moolah. And one of the people that you heard from was Sweet Georgia Brown's family, where mm-hmm. they had said that Moolah had kept her from being the first black or African-American women's world champion. A woman and of color. Uh, yeah. Yes. Among others, among others. Moolah. I, right. I, bet, I, bet you, I bet you those tapes are still wrestling. floating somewhere. I betcha. Moolah set the women's wrestling industry back probably 30 years because of the stronghold she held on it. Um, to hear about Gino mm-hmm. Hernandez, which... Look, if that guy were alive, he he would have been a big star. He, he definitely, I think, in the '90s could have been something big, something wrestling needed. Yeah. Um, Gino Gino would have been one of the uh, linchpins of the Attitude Era if he if he would have been alive for it. Absolutely. Because Vince would have Vince would have Vince would have picked up on this kid. I mean, you know. I've said I've said this I've said this before on here about about Gino Hernandez because we were very lucky. I lived in an era um, where, well, and and in a place and in an area, I era an area where we got to see world class every week. Right. So we were we were watching, you know. So I was watching when, um, you know, when Chris Adams was blinded by Gino, and Ooh. that was back that was back in the day when people actually question. still believed. And yes. I have a question. I have a question. And Chris Adams stayed Go ahead with your question. home. Weeks. Yes. And then okay. when he did come out, he came out with bandages on his eyes to mm-hmm. kept, to keep the illusion okay, going. Okay, that's true. All right. That's okay, go ahead. Back, that was, we're going to go way, way back into the 80s. It's okay, people. It's all right. We'll be out of the 80s in a minute. I promise not to scare you. Now, classic Freddie Blassie. All right. Classic match, um, Barry Windham and Mike Rotundo. Um, as the story goes, Blassie puts his cigar out in Wyndham, not Wyndham's eye, um, Vitando's eye. How do they do that, and how do they make that, you know, look like he really burnt his eye? Because it really looked like he burnt his eye when I was a kid. Um, special effects. And then those, well, yeah. those. Well, probably, well, probably, probably the cigar had been lit, but it, had, but it had burned out. And of course, the ash was still there. So yeah, yeah, yeah we all know how cigars. Yeah, press the ash end against against Rotunda's head. 
only reason I'm, I'm, I'm going to compare the two is because they're both illegal, um, unless it's a cohiba, of course. Now, cigars and joints, if you're smoking them and you don't puff, yeah, you do get that ash. And underneath, it, it, will, be, it will be a warm. There'll be a warmness there sometimes, but a lot of the time it'll be just pure cold ash and about a half a centimeter into the cigar or joint itself, which means you let it sit there. So, yeah, that does make sense, pushing the ash in and grinding the cigar itself. Yeah, that does make sense. Thank you for clearing um, that up. The other one that was interesting on Dark Side of the Ring, and look, this horrified me. This absolutely oh, horrified God. me. If I were a wrestler today in, uh, or, or had been a wrestler in this time, I would have fought for justice for this man uh, because it's been over 30 years and we still don't know what happened. And that's Bruiser Brody. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. And yeah. for people Somebody, who don't know, 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 give a synopsis of it. For people who he was don't stabbed. have a clue, I have a clue. He was, yeah, it, he was after, it was after stabbed. a match in the yeah after a match parking lot before a some, match some before a show yeah no in a shower in the yeah. shower they pulled him into a shower okay. they pulled him into a shower room okay he got ambushed in the shower and stabbed is that what we're saying yes yeah oh my god. See, I was never, yeah. I've never been clear on what exactly happened because nobody likes to talk about it, including us. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, we, I mean, that was, I mean, it's like, well, when we had Barbara on, I didn't want to dwell on yeah. that part of it. That's we why danced over it. You know, we danced over it. We tried, yeah, we, I wanted, I wanted to stick to the positive part yeah. of, you know, Frank Goodish. You know, I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. want to relate to the end. Now, she is interviewed in that episode, um, yeah. and uh, Dark side if you have uh, Dish or uh, well, I don't know if DirecTV has has it on demand, um, but Dish Network has it on demand, um, so you can so you can definitely watch on there. Um, and, and I believe not, the episodes and, are on YouTube as well. Yes, they are. Now, uh, the other thing I want to talk about real quick that they're going to be covering in Season 2, and they've confirmed this, or at least that's what the big speculation is. And, Katie, I I know you're going to get upset when I say this, but they are going to cover the different viewpoints on Benoit. I'm not upset. I want to know. They they have vowed to cover the Benoit from several angles. You know I need to see that. Uh, so uh, there was another one. I think they're going to do Dino Bravo was another one that was oh, said that they're going to do. Okay. I don't know the anything about Dino. that. Uh, I don't know what I happened well, to Dino on. either. Can I can, I can, us on that? Oh, I can. Well, that one I can tell you. Okay. Tell me a story. According, according to the, according to the, uh, to the stories, that was a hit because wow. Bravo was working. Well, because Bravo was working the, um, underground cigarette trade in Canada with the with the Canadian mob. That's surprise. Yeah. So it's and okay. What, what year? What year was it? Please tell me what. It's, it's important and intricate to the story. What year? All right. You, all right. You're gonna. Because you're gonna if, make, if he's you're doing, make you if he's, look him, look he said Montreal, up, so. right? Montreal and Quebec, because it it depends. Because if it was the Rock Machine War around, then I can help you out. Okay, well, uh, let me let me 
Let me punch. Let me punch him in here so that. Uh, uh, while you do that, Steve, why don't we take our song break and we'll come back with more of this about Dark Side of the Ring and more yeah. Rampage uh, Rants Bravo, Thursday Bravo. Night Turmoil yeah. on the Evolution Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio live and only on Blog live and only live on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back, folks. Yeah, on Blog Talk Radio. For you, Uncle Jack.
October 22nd, my Uncle Jack died. No matter how many millions that man made, no matter how many toys he took credit for, from Toronto to Chicago to Boston to China and to Japan, he stayed simple. He stayed humble. Rest in peace, Uncle Jack. I'll miss you. Cause I'm TNT. I'm dynamite. TNT. And I win the fight. TNT. I'm a power load. TNT. ERN presents TNT on BTR with your host, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Draft in wrestling fans and get ready because it's TNT and it's dynamite. think he's at home tonight. I don't know where he is. I don't know where he went. He was there a second I ago. Don't I don't know about your guys' election time, but we just finished our election time. Yeah, sure, Trudeau's oh, in. Oh, that's, probab- that's yeah. probably what he's know. doing. I, I don't, I don't think that. he's... I don't know if he's doing that. When's your guys' election stuff? Uh, Wait, b- you. b- yeah. no- November. November. Then it ain't that time. Well, it is because uh, you're getting everything ready. Uh, I, know, I don't but, know. But, but, no, Hopefully, I mean, he calls not, back. You can vote early, but it's, they're not doing that yet where you are because he would have told us he had to do it because that's what he does because he tells us every time he has to do it. So that can't be it. Um, Dino Bravo was killed in uh, 1993. 1993. Wow. I was 19 years old. I um, loved him. Even even after he bleached his hair and, and, and put the fleur de lis on his butt ox, I still loved him. I don't care. I was always a big, big fan of his. You know, Bravo was uh, Now, the uh, other... Un- you said 1993? Yes, I, I am 
pretty certain, yeah, around then, and it's Montreal or Quebec or both, or what was it? Was it Montreal or just Quebec? Uh, let's see. Because I can give you logist, if you know what I mean. Just back in that time, um, the, the rock machine, rock machine was trying family to take, was the yeah. The Catroni family but, was part of the yeah. Bonanno crime family branch oh, out of Montreal. Bonanno. Oh, the Bonanno family. So yeah, it kind of was Rock Machine. Rock Machine a, is a motorcycle gang, okay? And around that time, a lot of stuff was happening, trying to take over territories. So if it's not the Rock Machine, yeah, Bonanno. I know all about that. That's huge here. Huge. huge uh, that's how. That's how he. They. They. That's. Yeah. That's who they're saying was. Yeah, but you gotta understand. Back in that time, back in that time, okay, we've always paid way more for cigarettes than you guys have in America. Okay, we were paying at that time. Okay, Kate was two. We were paying five bucks for a large pack of cigarettes, and we were bitching. We only wanted to be paying a dollar fifty for a small and three dollars for a large. Okay, and they bumped it up to three and five. Okay, and we were pissed. And they took the 15 packs away. We were really fucking pissed. All right. So, yeah, there was, a, that's basically when the black market for cigarettes, and that was name brands. You didn't have, you had some native brands, but it was mostly name brands you could get. Because I was getting, you know, my mom was getting them off the native reserves, and we had bootleggers for actual cigarettes. Now you have to buy native well, and, pay, and pay, what, 100 bucks for a carton of Freaking smoke. Well, here, 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 Katie, is the whole thing, because I found it right before we went to break. I've been to warehouses um, with cigarettes in, in the States, okay? Warehouses with pallets and pallets and pallets and pallets, as far as the eye can see, of cigarettes, okay? Even Harley okay. Davidson brings. And all here, we here we go. Here we go. Now, Bravo's real name was um, Adolf Bresciano. Um, Adolf? On March 10th. Really? Yes. Yes. On March 10th, 1993, yeah. Bresciano was found shot dead. He was 44 years yeah. old. He yeah. was hit by 17 Ouch. bullets. You just seven showed me my head, mortality. Oh. Seven to the head and ten to the torso mm. while watching uh, hockey in his Vermont Laval, Quebec home. Of his alleged hockey. role in illegal cigarette smuggling in Canada is popularly believed to have led to his unsolved yep. homicide. Yeah, colleague Rick Martel, Rick Martel has said that because of Bresciano's notoriety from being a popular professional wrestler, he was able to attract many customers, particularly mm-hmm. natives, thus crossing the mafia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. According to because, former yeah. opponent Bret Hart, Bresciano invited if, if, if you know, if you know anything, if you know anything about the mob, they didn't want to deal with anybody but basically white and Italians. Well, they didn't want to deal with right. black people and they didn't want to deal with Chinese yeah. people or anything like that. You okay, know? okay, okay, okay. The purest no, thing. According to yeah. former opponent Bret Hart, Bresciano confided to friends shortly before his death that he knew his days were numbered. He yeah. was a nephew by marriage of Montreal crime boss Vic Catroni, Vic Catroni, and was believed by authorities to be involved in his organization for some time. Wow. 
Now, so that's a, now that's there's, another there's one. That Vic Catroni. Yeah, Vic Catroni, um, also known as the Egg, was an Italian. He was a, he was a capo for the uh, Catroni crime family. What's a capo? Which was actually okay. Um, all right, a, a capo is. The is the is the head of a uh, of a branch. Okay, so he was one of the and bosses. he and he and he controls about ten and he controls about yeah. ten underlings. Now, yeah, so now the uh, now the Catroni now the Catroni crime family was apparently a branch of the very big, very well known American Bonanno crime family. Yeah, we just Joseph Joey. Joseph Joy yeah. Bananas Banano. Banano. Say it right. Banano. Not banana. Banano. So well, no, his, <laughs> his nickname his nickname was uh was uh Joey Bananas. Yeah, and he probably fucking hated it, just just like Al Capone hated Scarface. Yeah, but it was but it was, it was it. one of those Yeah, yeah. You are not was, Canadian. How the hell do you know? <laughs> you were sitting at that table. You never, you never saw what happened if someone called them the big banana. Say, like, Jesus, it's like calling. I mean, I understand you call your hey, pasta big hey. cheese, but you come hey, on, hey, hey, big banana. But, <laughs> hey, banana. Joe, hey, Joe Bananas was <coughs> one of the heads of the of the five families. Yeah, I understand, but. I wouldn't call him Big Banana to his face. I don't care how close we are. No, I don't care what Joe kind Bananas, of deal That was have. his nickname. Hey. Yeah. Hey. He was probably Bananas. Colorado, just over the weekend, we just we just okay. lost one of you a little story. the biggest hitmen in all yeah. in all of Chicago mob you, history. I'm going to tell you. Joey Laquan Lombardo. Okay. I'm going to tell you a little story. It's story time, Okay. That's like, I don't okay, know why we're talking on, about mine, the mafia on a wrestling it. show, but we are because because it had to do with 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 the wrestler. Anyways, that's like okay. My nickname downtown is Cricket. That's like calling me Crick Bitch. I ever hear you call me Crick <laughs> Bitch? I'm breaking. Yeah, I'm breaking your nose. Okay, I don't, uh, have, I don't care if you say the redhead you don't fuck with, Crick Bitch, Cricket, Crick Bitch. Okay, oh, well. <laughs> there's like, see, there's like was, three see, people see, that are allowed. Thinking. Cribbage, like the card game. Oh, oh, my mom would probably beat your ass in that game for money. <laughs> All right, we're going to get back to Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, yeah, okay, and that's why we were discussing on, the mob. <laughs> season two will focus on the death of Vino Bravo. Oh. It will also focus on Chris Benoit. And the other thing that it's mm-hmm. going to focus on um, is... The episode on WWE Brawl for All, which due to a number of legitimately legitimate injuries suffered from the fight, the tournament tournament was heavily criticized and is highly unlikely to ever be revisited again on WWE television. Damn. I don't know if you guys, I don't, Katie, I don't know if you remember this. This was the Brawl for All where they took like Dr. Death and put him in the ring and Real legitimate fighting and boxing at the WWE ring because yeah. yes and and Bart and Bart Gunn was literally kicking everybody's butt and mm-hmm. didn't and Vince couldn't believe that he was actually actually that good yeah 
It was mm-hmm. this was this was some bad stuff. That's just like nobody knew, I mean, just, yeah, just like when they had boxing boxing matches. Remember? Is that what we was talking about? Dan the Beast Severn was really good. Yes, yes, that was for all for all. Um, there's going to be yeah. uh, ten episodes of Dark Side of the Ring in season two. I'm excited for it. Uh, they hooked me. Um, but you know what else has hooked me is this AEW um, private party oh, God, versus yes. the Lucha Brothers on Wednesday night was fantastic match. Oh my God! Um, yes, they killed the it. Dark Order. They absolutely I was, killed it. I was big critics of the Dark Order because I didn't think they deserved to get the shot where they got in that tournament. But look, they went out with uh, they went out on their backs in the tournament, and I tell you what, that match for what it was was actually pretty damn good. Mhm. Mhm. So, uh, you know, the only the only problem I have a problem thing that I have a problem with is Riho. She's ninety eight pounds. Nyla Rose so? should have ate her dinner and ate her children too. Yeah. Uh, right. She is talented. Your children. A ninety eight a ninety eight pound women's champion just doesn't cut it for me. <laughs> no. I I hate uh, I always hated that, okay? When I mean they didn't do it really do it to Bundy. I guess they really fucking knew they better not. But they did it all the time. I mean where these little pipsqueaks are being put over for guys that could probably chime him in a pretzel and dip him in mustard and have him for lunch. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? And I understand the squash match, but reverse squash match? Motherfucker, right. you even try to do that to me? I'd be in gorilla position beating people's heads off. Well, that reminds me, uh, going back to the Moolah episode, that is why Wendy Richter got screwed. She did not know. She didn't. She didn't. Black... She didn't yes, yeah, she didn't. Yeah. Didn't want to play ball either. Well, she, but she didn't know that Vince brought in Moolah to take that title off of her. Or at least that's what her statement said on this dark side of the ring. And I was like, right. oh, shit, that was, that was like the first Montreal screw job. No wonder why he did it, it was, again. It was, it was the original Montreal screw job. Um, because, you know, according, according to, the, according to uh, what Wendy said, she was surprised when she down saw Moolah backstage. Because Moolah was never backstage at a show that she was not booked on. Right. So that should have given her a warning right there. And cause, because the thing with Wendy was that, um, she was, that she was she was griping because um, even though she was drawing most of the most of the crowds in that she wasn't getting paid like the boys who were not the who were not the kind of draws that she was. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. That was It's just it's just like when Hogan her. and Kamala were, were having their little feud and he said, Brother, I'm making a mint off of this and I hope you are too and he wasn't. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry, I can't do a bit of Hulk Hogan right now. Uh, allergy season still. Damn ragweed. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, <coughs> brother, yeah. Brother, poor, poor Kamala. That brother. that that guy got that guy really. You know, when you when you think yeah. about it, you know, James got screwed so oh, bad. 
overly. Yeah. Bent over into an opposition. Overly. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Because I don't want to make Steve puke. So that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I may be the comic relief here, but sometimes uh, my mouth can be a little, um, what's the word we're looking for? Um, filthy? Naughty. Nasty. Oh no, filthy you're, you're, you're one you're one you're one of you're one of them you're one of them you're one of them nasties as uh I'm a filthy McNasty. Oh. Which yeah. oh that okay yeah. So that so that leads leads into the thing that um we got we gotta talk about speaking of speaking of nasties. Stop. There is Nasty. There is a. This is this is a. Is it is it a work or is it a shoot going it's on between Lacey Evans and Sonya Deville? Mmm. Elaborate. Because, okay. Elaborate. Okay. Here we go. My mind's not um, picking it up right now. I love me some Sonya okay. Deville. I'm really loving ex-Marine uh, Miss Evans there, but did, she's getting a little darky. Well, well, Sonia DeVille posted up post up a video where she takes where she takes a shot at Lacey. Lacey about and about being well, basically subservient to her husband and. So Lacey comes back with, I've made a vetted Raw and pay-per-views and still made it home in time to make him a plate. Get on my level before you go running your mouth, sweetheart. Hashtag you nasty. Yeah, there's to which, back to which Sonia replied, oh, I for sure get those opportunities if I went about it the same way you do, nasty. And then the uh, puke face emoji. And so this, so this has led to, so so this has led to a lot of uh, but, but, a lot, a lot. Remember when Nia stuff. Jax? Remember when Nia Jax broke broke Becky's face? Remember? And, yeah. And it was basically hashtag the beach. She was going on days. She she trended. I broke her face basically. Okay. Like she was had pictures up of her knuckles the whole bit, and I'm gonna tell you, I tell you something. She, Becky, loved every minute of it. She said so her own self. If you watch like the behind the scenes little things that they give them, you know their 24 things, and when whatnot. Well, she, she hated the fact yeah. that she lost but the she big opportunity she lost on the because of the concussion. Yeah. But, but basically the way she put it, not in so many words. Just, just another Friday night at the bar, baby. You know. Yeah. And, uh, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Okay. I'm not gonna sit there and say that I, I can. Okay. Becky would kick my ass. Full out. Okay. Full out. Kick my ass. And I'd let her. Like says, well, well, she's Becky Lynch and all. But I likes to fight. True Irish lass likes to fight. And don't get in my way. Don't break it up. I will hurt you. Oh, yeah, she said she enjoyed every minute. She loved it. 
she knew she she felt it she felt that it was broken the second it happened she knew she knew her orbital bone was done and she knew she was going to have a concussion yeah i've had three yeah. i've had three by the way but yeah and yeah. one was in yeah. a bar but, <laughs> yeah but like so, but i mean i'll tell you yeah. what i'll tell you i mean you know and and you know but so I mean, basically she's saying, implying the way they're going back and forth that way she that way she's getting her shots on her knees. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know and, what? And, you know and, what? And, she and, and, and get this. The now this is here's but quick. here's the funny here's the funny so, thing. Okay, but there but then there are the people on Twitter are going are going. She's literally married with a kid. What is this logic? I love you, but uh, to which somebody replied, because married women never sleep around LMAO. Uh-uh, mm-mm. And, oh, um, man. This, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, how many, how many yeah. married women have wrestled in and, WWE and, so, yeah. and still fucked yeah. around? Give it and a rest. Somebody, yeah, and so, well, I mean, I mean, you know, come on. Let's, let's, okay. You know, you know how you know how John Cena and Nikki Bella got together. Yeah. Nikki was the other woman. Yeah. Between John and his wife. Yeah. Now, um, and yeah, because 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 somebody because yeah because this one yell said what does that I'm even mean trusting. and the, and the other person said. Basically, she sleeps around for opportunity for opportunities, and the other person goes, mm, "She's literally married with a kid, though." And well, so, oh, when has that ever then, then the re- then the then the reply came, "You realize people have affairs. In fact, there's a whole website dedicated to getting people who want to have affairs yeah. together." Yeah, exactly. A whole actually, Madison. Madison. Dot com. Yeah. Sorry, I had to do a little yeah. peanut. Thing. Yeah, yeah. The fa- the favorite the favorite the favorite um, non incest website of oh the Duggars. Oh boy, know I don't. Kevin Nash it. has taken to Twitter, and I don't know if Steve if Steve I has seen this I yet. Not, I have not seen I have not seen this yet. I was just reading that uh, he did he did take a. Uh, Take a shot at the uh, fight from last night. Which yes. Fight? Of course, of course, the one Kev, between of course, Kevin, should, of course, Kevin should watch it. I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, okay. Kevin's Kevin's likely to Kevin's likely to pull a quad tap in the first first. No, uh, don't even his knees, his baby. Phone. Never mind, his knees are done. Okay, if you didn't see him in Magic <laughs> Mike, it was okay. The, the second one or whatever. Like the first one, he, I don't even understand why he was there. He like I would, he's a dance very well. Wait a second, well. wait a second. No. I would go see Magic Mike. I love Magic Seriously? Mike. Seriously, this one was great. <laughs> well, uh-huh. why well, not? Yeah, if if I if if I it's not you, know, you going to see Magic Mike? You got you going to see Magic Mike? If is you one go thing. see the most recent one, there's if one with no strippers in it. Went to see Magic Mike. I think I think there would be I think there would be a few more rumors flying around about me the next day. You, know you have to make sure you see so it in what? 3D. <laughs> I remember when I first time I saw the first Magic Mike, 
it was St. Patty's Day, and I was babysitting and couldn't drink. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Kevin Nash taking to tw- Twitter here and being very critical of the segment between uh, Jericho and Cody last night, uh, where Jericho locked himself in the the box. Mm. So, I don't know, man. Uh, we we some well, of these old timers are just not liking what Cody's trying to do. But I will say that some well, of the stuff that AEW does is because, kind of both. Well, what did he right. say? Well, well, partially. Let's let's be let's be honest here, okay? Thing. Kevin is Kevin is kissing Vince McMahon's rear end for like whatever said. reason, which Again. is funny because he made more money off of Ted Turner. Than Vince McMahon ever paid him. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I mean, yeah, it was Eric Bischoff opening the purse string, but still. Who was it? Wasn't it WCW? They made him dress up like a dumbass wizard. No, no, that was Kevin Sullivan who was the wizard. Oh no! Uh uh. I'm talking Kevin. Grand Oz was Kevin Nash. The grand yeah, Oz, Kevin Nash, Nash with the green hair. Yeah, yeah. But, but like Kevin Sullivan yeah. was the was the wizard with the with the mask but, with and, the pointy and hat and Vinny, everything. Vinny Vegas, he was also Vinny Vegas as well. Yeah, right. WCW get you know. man. Those were the days when WCW had some horrible gimmicks. So I'm saying terrorizing. Terrorizing. Yeah. Uh, they call. You know what? I hated. Uh, I hated watching any Kevin Sullivan thing with and 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 the rabbit because it never knew if it if they were going to do something to that rabbit and I was always afraid for the rabbit. <laughs> I was. I was scared for the rabbit, man. <laughs> Sullivan was a hell of a worker. Uh, but anyway, getting back to this, you know, I don't know. And a I great think AEW's culture. got. Yes. AEW's got some good stuff, but some of these segments. Uh, even Cornette has said on his show they look a little corny. No pun intended. Uh, they they do. They look hokey. They look downright staged. And you you look. You can't have it look like that if you're going to present it to a million people a week. You know, mm-hmm. there's people on the independents that are are doing stuff like that, and it don't look hokey. Right. Well, I mean, you know what? I mean, I mean, there. I mean, you know, you 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 got it. You got it. You know, I mean, this is only their, you know, their their fourth their fourth broadcast. They're they're working they're working through some kinks. Um, I mean, I'm sure that you know they'll they sit they sit back and look at it the next day and they go, okay, this worked, this didn't, and so they're and so they're gonna work to refine it. I yeah, you know, I have a feeling week by week everything is gonna keep getting better as it yeah. goes. And, as I, it goes I, and I just I just love and, I just love I just love how they mention the other place on AEW. I love it. I love it when they say <laughs> the other place. Yeah this yeah this when he came the from the other place from. when he when he left the other place. After yeah. the yeah. tortures of the other place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, well, I love what Cody did last night when he said this. 
this isn't that this isn't that other wrestling company we came from where yeah. the where there where the invisible wall is there. And then he and then he leaves the ring and comes up after him. Mm-hmm. Right. Because he's now, talking about the barricade. Now, now, nobody... now whether Nash yeah. whether Nash liked the part about him breaking the you know glass wall. on the door and that that's you know, I mean to he's me that's either the here or there. Ball, you know. Um the other thing that uh Cornette has started other than the Reho cough drops is he, he is going to make a Kenny Olivier, as he calls him, or Kenny Omega uh, counter Omega. and the counter, the counter will be for how many times Omega does something silly in a match with his finger pointing or, you know, his his weird facials or something like that because you said facial. man, <laughs> uh, and that's all. Oh, yeah. Katie, and he started uh, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, I think it'll be fun. Um, now another thing that is available, I want to mention this real quick while I'm talking to Steve here. Uh, let me pull this up here. There is a new DVD available on Cornet's collectibles. Um, and it's a, it's a good one. It is Houston's wrestling spectacular featuring the following matches. Nick Bockwinkle versus Dick Slater. Jimmy Snuka versus really? Ken Patera. Jack Briscoe versus Spoiler. Dusty Rhodes versus Ken Patera. Black Gordman versus Ooh. Chavo Guerrero. Dusty, oh, wow. Rhodes versus, uh, Dusty Rhodes versus Ivan Koloff. Casket match. Dick Slater versus Alberto Mardrill. Alberto Madrill. Yes. Al Madrill. Dusty Rhodes um, versus... Yeah. Like, yeah. Dusty Rhodes versus Bruiser Brody. Ivan Koloff oh, versus baby. Bruiser Brody. Tank Pat and Buck Robley versus Tony Atlas and Tiger Conway. Oh, the Robley brothers. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, my God. Yesterday, and actually, my dad and I actually yeah, talked old wrestling last yesterday. It was 12 big matches, four <laughs> hours of action, only $15. It's Houston's Wrestling Spectacular, only available uh, on jimplanet.com. And I'm thinking about taking a copy of this up because this is from the 1960s. Yeah. Wow. The, wow. Or no, you know, it's from the late I'll tell you, if, if, all, if, all goes, if all goes well in short order, hmm, I'm going to have a little extra to be able to spend on some things like that. So, hmm. You yeah, some I'll tell you there? what. What? <laughs> um, the other DVD that is running short on supply, and Steve, I don't know if you ever saw this at a Walmart. It is Wrestling Gold, five piles driving DVDs, ten hours of wrestling oh, mayhem. Yes, I have. Yes, I. Well, I, let's put it this way. I remember it when it was on <clears throat> VHS. Um. It is now, now, for, yeah. it is now, now, for, now for those of you kids who go ahead, who weren't for those of you kids who who weren't alive prior to the digital age, VHS was a form of videotape that okay. we used to stick 
into a machine called a yeah. VCR, a video Undefin- recorder. Yeah. yeah. And we yeah. Would, and, and then we there was VHS. It. What about beta? Oh, beta. yes. Hey, I had I had a let's put it this way. I had I had a friend I had a friend of mine who uh who had a collection of uh adult videos on Betamax. Wow. <laughs> that no that's saying something right there. I remember yeah. my first place, my mom wouldn't give me my VCR. She gave me a Betamax and a bunch of like tape tapes and, and I don't know, like I think that's how I got into Monty Python. <laughs> I got a bunch of yeah. big, like homemade Monty Python well, tapes. Right? Uh, well, <laughs> do you remember laser discs? Yes, I remember laser discs. They were as big as records. Of course, I remember them. Mm-hmm. Um, Wrestling Gold <laughs> is available <laughs> on DVD for uh, not VHS. Jim Cornette <laughs> on not VHS. It's on DVD. It's five discs, <laughs> ten hours. It's nine dollars. And Jim Cornette hey, will autograph for that nine dollars. Oh my God! Really? Yes. So it's nine dollars. You'll have to pay shipping and handling, but he'll autograph it if you want. And they are running low on copies of this. Uh, some of this, some of this stuff is pure classic. Sherry, Mart- Sherry Martell oh, versus Judy Martin. <gasps> oh crap! I hear, I hear sharing with you. I've forgotten what was on this. I've forgotten what was on this thing, but boy, yikes. Keep reading. Uh, here's a real world title tourney final. Summit Luthez presents belt to winner Bob Orton Jr. versus Adrian Adonis. What? Oh yeah. And that was, and that was when Adrian was still in. Good physical condition. Yeah, he's in uh, decent shape. Yeah. You got 1984, 1982, Indianapolis, 1973, Sam Menneker, special referee, Dick the Bruiser, and Bruno San Martino versus Ernie Ladd and Baron Von Roschke with Bobby the Brain Heenan. Mm. Oh my gosh. They met. Wow. Oh, wow. Well, that's, well, well, the because, well, here's the thing, though, guys, <laughs> and this is something that uh, our good friend Scott Romer has uh, mentioned many times. Um, you know, Dick's wife will, for some reason, will not let those let those tapes go off. And there are some great, there are some great matches and great personalities on yeah. these tapes. I mean, the Blackjacks are on here, Bruiser. Oh, my God. Wilbur oh Snyder. Um, oh, my God. You know, the Baron, Bobby Heenan. I mean, you know, the 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 uh, the matches that Bruiser used to tape at the Tyndall Armory in Indianapolis, which I is a building that I that I've worked in myself. Um, you know, those were some phenomenal, phenomenal matches. I mean, Moose Cholak, um, El Bracero, Jose Martinez, Pepper Gomez. I mean, my gosh, you know, the, the amount, the, the guys that worked for Dick and Wilbur Snyder 
back in the back in the 1970s were some of the cream of the crop of our industry at the time. Now, and yet and yet those tapes are sitting there in a garage just going rotting. to absolute right rotting going to absolute waste. L all of all of this all of this great stuff is being lost because oh she didn't she didn't want to sell it. And that, uh, here's one I'm, from uh, here's one on this DVD for nine dollars on jimcornet.com. Uh it's it's uh from nineteen seventy seven Pepper Gomez versus the Bounty Hunter in Indianapolis. Oh god, yes. Let's see. Um Okay, the bounty hunter. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to double check that one. Um, uh, I don't remember who was who the bounty hunter was back at that point. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to nine, look that up real quick. This is a nine dollar DVD set. Uh, it's five DVDs, ten hours, and Jim Cornette does some of the commentary on it with somebody else. I'm trying to think uh, who else. Nor, no more of these will ever be made, and once they're gone, they're gone forever. So, uh, this is this is a collector's gift. The other one that he's got is uh, uh, what is this? Is this a straight shooting series? Yes. Uh, he's got the straight shooting series, which is his shoot interviews. Uh, there's three volumes with Bobby the Brain Heenan, two with Bill Watts, and one with Bruno San Martino, James oh, J. God. Dillon, and Percy Pringle the Third. Twenty hours Ooh. of uncensored discussion amongst wrestling legends for only fifteen dollars. Uh, this is something that Cornette wow. did as a side project, and he also still has that brand new, beautiful looking comic book that I need to pick up. Um, what is because uh, let me see Jim Cornette book Jim Cornette book. Okay, he doesn't all have right. it on his Is it a comment? Is it a here comment they, here they are. The Bounty Hunters were were a team consisting of Jerry and David Novak. Um, they started in Tennessee and then had a uh, stint in the WWA, um, managed by Big Jim Lancaster. Um, Jim Cornette's new book is Jim Cornette Presents Behind the Curtain Real Pro Wrestling Stories. It is uh, a graphic novel. That's available on Amazon for $12.38 for the paperback. Got to pick up my copy of that. I've heard there's a lot of great stuff in that. Um, I'm you know, I would. I was gonna have. Well, my plan was to get the hardcover, which was forty dollars, but he ran out before I could get it. Damn. I wanted the hardcover. Um, I'm out. But he's I got like some new cover. stuff coming out. He's got a new. Uh, I believe he said he has a new action figure coming out before the end of the year if China doesn't Cornette? mess it up. Yep. Wow. I'll put him on my desk. He'll be with me at all times. Is it complete with tennis racket? I would and, hope and so. It would be how, the only way I'd take it. 
yeah, and powder pink jacket and powder blue pants and, and, and a coral shirt and a white tie or green tie, wasn't it? <laughs> Something like that. Mink green tie. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> NXT was good this week. There was a lot of good stuff on it. The Wednesday Night War is really heating up. Um, Finn Balor turned heel, and I'm I'm sorry. They've wasted Finn Balor for me. It's so sad to see him back on NXT. Why? Why you had are you all back make- on NXT? Is that voluntary, I don't or did know. they just throw him down? Because they, put he, it, they, he, they, he's they, they They pretty much they pretty much what we have nothing for you on Raw. We have nothing for you on SmackDown. That's you can go back to NXT and be a bar, be a star. They see. See, they could they they had they had Bray Wyatt and the Fiend take him out. Why couldn't they have they extended that? That's what I mean by somebody else. Um, I don't I don't know I don't know why why Finn Balor is sitting down at NXT again. I better not be in Is it a punishment? Well, I better not be ready to give him the boot out the door. My God, you hand him over to me, he's gonna go. You ain't yeah, you ain't saying nothing. Yeah, that's yeah, that's it. At that point, Vince might as well cash it in. Mm-hmm. He'll he'll go back to being Prince Devitt, and they'll cash in on it, and they'll have some of the original um, Bullet Club with them. And if they're mm-hmm. not careful, yeah, Anderson I mean, and think about are it. Going. Don't be surprised, man. They're getting they're getting pretty pissed off too. Yeah, yeah, I, I see it I coming. Mean, yeah, yeah. If you think about it, Anderson Gallows, Omega. Devitt. They're limited. The box. Oh, my God. Well, we've talked yeah. about AJ being their limiting AJ. You know? Like, he's exhibition champ. And come on. Some of the right. shit that he's right. done now, in his career. Speak, speaking of, speaking of the box, Impact made an offer to the box. The Bucks yes. are in AEW. They ain't going nowhere. Well, no. What it is is WrestleMania week. Impact is planning on doing a uh, one-time special event where they're going to a bring in the TNA name, use the TNA rule. Now back then, the Bucks were a mid-level, mid-card tag team known as Generation Me. And the powers that be at TNA didn't think that these guys were going to ever really go anywhere. So they were putting over the uh, Motor City machine guns on them Mm -hmm. on a regular basis. Now, uh, think about it. Where are where where are the Motor City machine guns now? The one finally came back to the business at ROH. Mm-hmm. Who's got candy wrappers going? I'm sorry, I I, I get hungry, you know. <laughs> well, complain about about people making noise. Okay, just just stop. Next. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Um well it's uh it's almost time for Halloween and that is when some of the craziest costumes appear in a professional wrestling ring. What will we see this year? Well 
They actually already did this in Seattle this past Friday. Um, 321 Wrestling did their Halloween show. And the opening match was a fellow dressed up like Jeff Cobb who winds up getting getting beat up by Jeff Cobb. <laughs> and three two and three two one wrestling oh God, is, is, a, is a is a is bar is a bar wrestling show. This takes place in a bar in Seattle. Now for this show, all the referees which includes AEW's Aubrey Edwards, were all dressed as the Count. And as the Count, they would go, one, ah, 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 ah. I thought that. Two, ah, 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 ah. And they were, and they had their, they had the purple faces. They had the purple faces. They had the capes. That's beauty. Does he have the noses? Yeah. He, had, he had a tremendous nose. <laughs> I think I think I think one of them did have you know did have the nose put on, but um, they no, but they but noses. they they did their eyebrows. I mean oh everything. God. It was it was all the monocle. Did they have the monocle? Because he wore a monocle. No, no, because See, I mean, that'll hey, tell you no, how much they, I love they had they had they had to be able to actually work, and it's a little hard to work when you're trying to keep a monocle. I know, but you on, can paint it on your, your face. You can paint it on your face. Well, they can do that. Go, you know, go go totally like clockwork orange, you know, one side. All right. Well, we have uh, one last story that we're going to cover tonight, and I've sent it to Katie as, long, as soon as she okay, pulls it up. On. Um, you have? Oh, shoot. Okay. Um, I'm going to pull it up on my phone since my, my dinosaur doesn't pull up these sites up as quick. So, ha-ha. All right, here we go. Oh, my. Even before we get to this, I'm like, oh, my. And come on, you mother chucker. Okay, AEW has issued an official storyline update on their website regarding... John Moxley's actions this past Wednesday at Dynamite on TNT. AEW officials have reprimanded John Moxley for an unprovoked attack on referee Paul Turner. As this is not the first time Moxley has attacked a senior official. Moxley has been warned that another violation of AEW's sportsmanship policy could result in a fine and or suspension. And here's the tweet. The officials have reprimanded John Moxley for an unprovoked attack to referee, but it, and it's not the middle it's of the It's the same thing you just it. read. Yeah, I know, but only not all of it. But yeah, so. <laughs> they have a sportsmanship policy. Yeah. Just like hockey. Where basically you can attack the ref three times and it's okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, you do it in the WWE. What is it? What is it, like $5,000 fine or something? Or $100? It's like $50,000 fine. They're like, we're going to take well, fifty grand, kid. Yeah, but the whole thing was with freaking KO. It was five grand, wasn't it? 
Steve, what do you think of this? You've been a referee. Would you give them three times to put your hand, their hands on you? Oh God, no! I mean, okay. no. You see, I mean, this is how I mean, once, once was, once was, once was it in our in our line. I mean, you know, like a bump you know, is and, a bump, and I've, right? and I've talked about, and I've talked about this before. Back in the day, Illinois actually had a rule book, and. One and and there and they actually had a a rule in the state here for wrestling that a wrestler could be disqualified for swearing at a referee. Oh, and this was a legitimate rule here in Illinois. Yes, I it was. Not. I mean, when I found when I found when I found this copy of this book, I was like, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> well, you can get shit. You can get shit for swearing at a cop. So. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. a cool entrance way from sold out nineteen eighty nineteen ninety seven. It just popped up. Yeah. The Outsiders versus the Steiner Brothers. There's some classic Ooh. wrestling. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh, have you, hey, did, have you have you ever seen have you ever seen his uh, Jim Cornette's "Hate is a H of a Motivator" shirt? Hell, yes, I have. You can say hell. You can say hell. Okay, come on. Hate is a hell of a motivator. With Jim, with Jim taking a whiz on Vince Russo's tombstone. Yes, there's the other one. There's the fuck Jim Cornette t-shirt where it looks like he's got skewers and blood coming out of his head. Somebody actually made that and tried to sell it. He contacted the attorney that sponsors his show and had that all squashed and got the rights to the t-shirt and is now selling it and donating uh, $5 from every shirt to children. To some children's benefit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, CZW. Yes. Uh, that, that, it's it's hilarious, hilarious shit. Cornette mm-hmm. is just crushing it as usual. I'll probably see if his new show hit YouTube to uh, hear after we get off the air. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's about it for us tonight. Hopefully, uh, if you bu- hopefully you after hearing us tonight, you don't consider buying WWE 2K20. Um, yeah, the they're already games. giving refunds to the to the um, people who bought it for PS4, so that should tell you something. Oh my God! Right on, jeez. Uh, was there anything else that we needed to talk about tonight? Uh, that no, we, I well, think... there was some stuff. There was some stuff we couldn't talk about because of what Hugo's going through. And Hugo, uh, we send our thoughts and well wishes to you and your right, family yeah. at this you time. You know what? Again. I'll... I'll go. I'll tell you what. We'll we'll go. I'll go over briefly because there because there were three um, big things that uh, that um, did happen on uh, on that uh, on uh, that was and uh, um, uh, Heroes Immortales uh, is the annual uh, um, Antonio Pena Memorial Show. So um, so big so big things uh, big things coming out of there. Um, Nino Ambarguesa and uh, Big Mommy finally broke up. Big Mommy dumped him as as her partner, 
after they after they lost a uh, three way match for the uh, mixed tag team titles. Um, Kenny Omega beat Phoenix for the um, uh, Mega Campeonato, the Triple uh, A Mega Championship. So, um, so that so if you're wondering what the reference was to uh, last night on there on uh, AEW Dynamite, that's that's what that's what that was. Um, so, um, those so those were those were like the those were like the big um, things that uh, that came out of uh, Heroes Immortales. So, um, you know, so. You go. We're we're with you. Our you know my brother. We're our prayers go out to you and your wife. Uh, if if this is it, may her transition be peaceful. Uh, uh, my we uncle, love you. my love uncle you, just went from cancer. My uncle just went from cancer, uh-huh. so he'll be there. Yeah. It, it does happen. He'll be there to give her the biggest hug ever, the biggest man you ever yeah. want want to see, the biggest smile. Uh, Reminder that two weeks from tonight, we bring you a special episode of Wrestling Authority Radio with our good friend P.L. Myers and uh, the stars of Power Entertainment as they get ready for WrestleRage 17 on November the 9th in Addison, Illinois. You can check them out at POW Entertainment on the Facebook and the Twitter. I am Statistic Sean Dave. Trying to burp while I speak. I am Statistic Sean David, uh, along with my co-host, Leading of Wrestling Referee Steve Kane, and the reason why the show could never ever be a, <laughs> be a bag of dicks, chaotic Katie. All right, folks, take us out, and you know what time it is. You don't have to go home, but your shows all can't stay here. Get the hell Good out night. and bring your glasses to the bar. Piss off. Open all the doors and let you out.